Yes, yes, salutations to all you beautiful souls out there. Sending love and light to you wherever you are. Now welcome to A Mental Breakdown, where we look at the lyrics of some songs from a mental health, wellness and well-being perspective. Now today's song is I Got My Smile Back by Stormzy featuring India Ari off his album this is what I mean. So sit back, relax, and let go of all expectations as we delve into the lyrics together. They try to tell us that we can't adjust. Everybody. They try to tell us that we can't adjust. Now, who is they? And why exactly are they telling us that we can't adjust? Now, they can be anyone who you think may be a nemesis an enemy of progress now whoever they may be if they're telling you that you can't adjust maybe they're coming from a place of experience however it's up to you to take that information and do with it as you please talking culture but it starts with us and to be fair i could have parked the bus niggas tearing down my wings like it ain't hard enough was it beginners everybody's talking culture but it starts with us and to be fair i could have parked the bus now once again who's everybody there's no finger pointing we're not really calling names it's about you the listener identifying with the storyteller and then you also finding the specifics in terms of who they are and who's everybody now everybody's talking culture of course culture is a big thing if you're trying to get some sort of leverage if you're trying to be in a position whereby you can advertise, market, promote your products, your services, your goods, then you need to be in tune. You need to be on trend. And culture is on trend, always on trend. But they talking culture when they are not going to pay homage to the originators, those that established what culture is, those that pioneered what culture is. And to be fair, as he said, I could have parked the bus. Now, parking the bus is a term that because of my experiences and because of my interest, primarily in football, parking the bus is when you basically say, yep, I've made my stall. This is where I am. I'm not moving. It's up to you to try and break me down. It's up to you to try and find a way through. But I am not making it easy for you. I'm parking my bus right here and you do what you need to do to go through me. And to be fair, he could have done that when it comes to people talking about culture and people not paying homage. He could have been a bit more defensive, but he chose not to do so. Now, N-words, tearing down my winds like it ain't hard enough. On top of all the hurdles and challenges that we face, sometimes you may have people that you think supposed to be supporting you think people that you relate to that look like you that have gone through similar experiences and therefore should have an understanding and appreciation of what you're doing and should be supportive actually are often those that are tearing down your winds you know as if it ain't hard enough so it's an acknowledgement that you know what the people that sometimes you expect to support you sometimes may be the ones that are actually pulling you back now, was it beginner's luck or was it blood of Christ? 
from a cultural perspective, traditional perspective, most people, most persons of Afro-Caribbean heritage, of African heritage, have a strong affinity to religion, literally because that's how we're normally brought up. Most African households are Christian households or Muslim households, definitely some sort of religion. So achievements are often associated with the intervention or the direction of Christ or the deity that you choose to serve. Was it beginner's luck or was it the blood of Christ? Now luck, you know, is another topic for discussion. What exactly is luck? Um, it's just being prepared for an opportunity. So still doing what you need to do diligently so that when the opportunity presents itself, you are prepared to exploit the opportunity. So luck or blood of Christ. Now if it's the blood of Christ, then you can assume that it was divine. And when it's, if it's divine, there's no action that you could have taken really. You've just got blood of Christ over you. So anything you do, all your steps are guided, are protected. Anything you touch basically becomes a success. Now, Stormzy's asking this question now, was it to a level whereby I put in the action, I, was, I made sure I was prepared, and when the opportunity presented, presented itself, I was able to exploit or deliver, or do I just have favor? Do I just have the favor of Christ? Hence the reason why I'm being successful. Now, that is a very interesting point to make, especially when you're thinking, introspecting, reflecting on your successes and exactly how you've managed to achieve the things you have. And told we due to up the press. Thank God we never listened to your dumb advice. Now, I don't know who Toby is, but I'm sure it's probably one of his confidence, one of his inner circle, someone in his team. A bit more research and I'm sure I'll find out who Toby is. But he references me and Toby due to up the price. Thank God we never listened to your damn advice. This relates to, was it beginner's luck or blood of Christ? They said it was, it was a fluke, so then I done it twice. So when he talks about it being a fluke, his success, you know, his accolades, his awards, everything that he's achieved, said it was most people, most critics, most haters are saying it's a fluke. So then I done it twice. So I did a repeat. Now, obviously, if it's a fluke, then I can't repeat it to the same level or to the same degree. But we all know the history. Stormzy's done it. So it wasn't a fluke. He's done it twice. And therefore, him and Toby are due to up the price. And you know what? Thank God we never listened to your damn advice. Now, whoever they are who advised him, he's grateful that he didn't listen to that damn advice. I gotta listen when my shepherd speaks. Bible studies at the crib, oh, they gonna let me preach. Now, I've got to listen when my shepherd speaks. Now, there's a lot of metaphors and allegorical distinctions being made here that seems to follow that religious, Christ-like narrative. Now, talking about blood of Christ, talking about shepherd speaks, talking about thanking God, clearly there is a religious element, a Christian element here as Stormzy narrates some of his challenges in the industry and in life in general. But he makes this clear distinction that he has to listen when his shepherd speaks. I gotta listen when my shepherd speaks. And then also talks about Bible studies at the crib. Oh, they go, let me preach. Now, Bible studies is something that I have experience of waking up five in the morning, whatever time might be for you and your family. But waking up at dawn, making sure you read a Bible chapter or verse, pray over it, and obviously set you up for the rest of your day. 
So Bible studies are the crib, oh they gonna let me preach. So clearly, based on the lyrics, there is some sort of Bible studies group and Stormzy's ready to preach. The talk that he couldn't adjust, everyone's talking culture, he could have parked the bus, his own people tearing him down. Was it beginner's luck or blood of Christ? Was it just a fluke? He still did it twice. He's up the price, didn't listen to no dumb advice. So now Bible study, yeah, he gonna preach. He's going to preach. But yeah, pay attention. It's getting deeper, it's getting deeper. Than the stitching on my leather seats. Heavy is the head I haven't slept for weeks. Now he's gonna preach. Now he's going to preach, it's going to be tighter than the stitching on his leather seats. Now the preaching is going to be so on point, it's going to be so on message, it's going to be so bespoke that it's going to be tighter than the stitching on his leather seats. And heavy is the head, I haven't slept for weeks. One of Stormzy's critically acclaimed albums, Heavy is the Head, talking about obviously being royal, being king, being one of the kings of, of the industry when it comes to his genre. Heavy is a head that wears a crown and with great power comes more responsibilities. And heavy is the head. I haven't slept for weeks. Now this is the first instinct I had when I listened to the song of okay, there may maybe some mental health, wellness and well-being elements here. Because apart from all the things that he's reflected on lyrically and kind of done a bit of introspection on, this is the first hint I have that okay, there's a bit of an impact here and it's affecting his wellness and well-being to the extent where he hasn't slept for weeks. Now we don't know whether it's two, three, four, five, six, seven, however many weeks, but it's plural. He hasn't slept for weeks. So he hasn't slept for weeks, but then he checks the time on his Patek Philippe. Yo, so although he hasn't slept for weeks, he checks the time on his Patek Philippe. That means the bank account is healthy. The bank account can do blood donations. The bank account can do organ donations and still be whole. It's healthy. So although he hasn't slept, he hasn't slept in weeks. Man still checks the time on his protect Philippe. So talking about that exchange, you know, I ain't sleeping for weeks. And you know, a lot of people make that argument. There's a lot of sleep after death. But obviously that's a whole different conversation. But in relation to the lyrics, he hasn't slept for weeks, but Still check the time on his protect Philippe. Let's go. Itching on my leather seats. Heavy is the head I haven't slept for weeks. I check the time on my protect Philippe. There's no time to kill. They want to see me rest in peace. Mm. So, there's no time to kill. However, they want to see me rest in peace. You know, for some people, there's a lot of sleep after death. As I said, we can go into that topic later on. Different conversation. And then the reference, the follow-up is, there's no time to kill. Time is an illusion anyway. You can't kill time. You can make the most of time. You can do things and then say you've made the most of time. And colloquially, you may say you're killing time. Some also don't want to see him rest in peace. He hasn't slept for weeks. Check the time on his protect for leap. There's no time to kill. They want to see me rest in peace. Now, they want to see him rest in peace. Now, rest in peace is RIP. And if you're RIP, then you're dead. Now, lyrically, that is just brilliant. But from a mental health perspective, it's deep. Because although he ain't been able to sleep in weeks, there are people that are trying to get him to, you know, rest in peace. So once again, it talks about maybe haters. They want to see him RIP. Cool man are cool, but the rest are neat. We paid you niggas homage and we kept receipts. Niggas walk through the door. So once again, it comes back to 
as I said, it may be haters, it may be people that don't want to see him grow. And this is something that as human beings, we have to really be aware and in tune of. The natural human default position is to be love. And I truly believe this, that if we take away the, the societal conditions that we face, whereby we're in a rat race and essentially having to fight, you know, fight for the right to live, fight for the right to have a blissful life. And by fight, I mean, maybe not necessarily fight. Let's use the word compete. Now, for shelter, for food, for clothing, for joy, for happiness, we have to, there has to be an exchange. It's a transaction. You give your time and energy for money, for the means to be able to live this life. Now, although it may seem absurd, this is what over the years, over the decades, we have been conditioned to accept as norm, as normal. But anyway, as I said, we will go into these topics at a later stage. For now, we pay attention to the lyrical content and what the lyrics on the page are saying is, couple man are cool, but the rest are neeks. You know, for those that want to see him rest in peace, you know, he's maybe, he's aware of this. So he's therefore having to assess his circle, assess his network, those that he interacts with on a daily, weekly, monthly, ad hoc basis, he has to assess this. And from that assessment, he's realized that couple men are cool, but the rest are neeks, you know? And that's something that we have to do in our lives as well. Every now and then, take a step back, reflect, introspect. Now, not all relationships are supposed to be lifetime. Some relationships are strategic. They come at moments where you need to learn a life lesson, a life skill, or elevate to another degree, another vibrational frequency. And that's what these relationships do. Being aware of this is challenging because oftentimes we are distracted. Oftentimes our focus and our attention is on other things. As in, I need to sleep, wake up, go to work. And it becomes a repetitive cycle. So we can't have the time to assess. We rarely have the time to assess, make the necessary steps, drop the relationships that no longer serve us and move forward. It's a challenge. You have to be in tune, aware, and it's a constant practice. It's constant, it's perpetual. But the distinction Stormzy makes is couple men are cool, but the rest are neeks. And we paid you niggas homage and we kept receipts. So he also alludes to the fact that although couple men are cool and the rest are neeks, even those that may be neeks in the past probably weren't. So either way, homage has been paid and the receipts has been kept now it could be anything from networking you know supporting you when you needed support paying homage essentially and the receipts have been kept that means it's evidence-based it's backed up that if you need to me to pull out the receipts i can pull out the receipts my g i can pull out the receipts and didn't leave the key i'll treat dave the way these niggas should have treated me mm, mm, we, mm. we need to pull that one back Walk through the door and didn't leave the key. I treat Dave the way these niggas should have treated me. Every handle needs a Stevie G. I done it back to back to back. I'm on my DVE. Mm, I have to take that one in there, you know. Yes, yes. So we know what he's saying right now. Say some niggas walked through the door, you know, and didn't leave the key. Now I don't know. Maybe referencing some of the gatekeepers some of the forefathers, some of the pioneers, some of the legends in the game, you know, they've walked through the door and whatever this door may be, it may be the doors into the, the labels, the doors into the distributors, the, the, the labels into the producers, you know, the music industry, the scene, whatever comes with it, all the affiliated industries that support it. 
Some niggas have walked through that door and they, they didn't leave the key. I hope they left breadcrumbs, but clearly they didn't leave the key. And I don't know whether this has obviously rubbed off the wrong way on Stormzy, but he's making a reference to it. You know, talks then about I treat Dave the way these niggas should have treated me. Now we all know Dave. AI has basically stated that Dave is the best in the UK scene. Now, lyrically, body of work, the catalogue speaks for itself. But this ain't to debate who's the best, whether Dave or not. But the fact that Stormzy has referenced Dave in the song when he's not featured on it goes to show you how respected his thing is. So he talks about treating Dave the way these niggas should have treated me. Might be referencing the fact that he puts Dave up there, you know, in terms of higher echelons in the game, you know, and Dave is up there for him. And it feels as if that's what some people should be doing for him. That as far as he's concerned, on most people's list, he should be up there with the likes of Dave. And then talks about every Hendro needs a Stevie G. Now, this is Henderson we're talking about here, Liverpool captain for the past few years. Now, you know, playing straight in Saudi Arabia. But it talks about every Hendo needs a Stevie G. Now, Stevie G is Steven Gerrard, a legend in the game. You get me, Liverpool. Ah, he should have won a Prem. But anyway, that slip. Talk about every Hendo needing a Stevie G. Now, it talks about no matter who you are in life, no matter how capable you are, you still need support. You still need someone that you can rely on. Someone that you know that if you're not having a good day, if you're not on your A game, someone will be there for you to you know, carry the slack. And this is true in life, you know. Like in most things, we have the capacity and the capability to achieve things on a solo tip. Now, most things that we put our minds to, we can do ourselves. We may have to utilize other people, but you still have to identify your fallback. You still need to identify someone that you can rely on and uh, and this point Stormzy makes it's, it's one that will fly over your head if you don't pay attention because you can only see it or you may only see it through the lens of football but if you apply it to everyday life every hendo needs a stevie g every whoever you are needs a stevie g now if we're talking talent if you're talking about who is a better player i think nine out of ten most people say stephen gerald was way better than henderson however the fact that a Hendo needs a Stevie G may also allude to the fact that a Stevie G needs a Hendo. The relationship has to be mutual. A mutual relationship whereby we support each other is always beneficial for both. I put my phone on D&D, super necessary. Niggas never keep it brief. Mm, we, miss, we missed something on that, so we'll take it back a little bit. We'll take it back. Every Hendo needs a Stevie G. I've done it back to back to back, I'm on my DVE. Mm. I done it back to back to back on my, my DBE. Now, yo, lyrically, this is banging. They said it was a fluke, so then I done it twice, you know? So there's that consistency. There's that fine thread that's li linking the lyrics. So if you're paying attention, you're seeing that the themes are repetitive once again. Now, it's about doubting. It's about the doubts that people try to put in you, you know, talking about, was it? beginner's luck or was it blood of christ you know people tearing down your wins they're saying it's a fluke so he's done it twice so it comes back to it again and says every hand every hendo needs a stevie g you know so saying that yeah no matter how big you are no matter how capable you are you still need support 
And even, and then following that, I done it back to back. I'm on my DBE. Now we all know DBE well, but most who know that reference to DBE is D Block Europe. And obviously their track back to back. Go listen to that. It will make this lyric even more bang. But yeah, I done it back to back to back. I'm on my DBE. Ugh. Ugh. I put my phone on D&D mm. necessary Niggas never keep it brief mm. Generation There you go So he does the DBE You know the acronym thing And then he moves it back straight to I put my phone on D&D Now D&D is do not disturb And then he talks about it being super necessary Niggas never keep it brief Most of us know that D&D is do not disturb Now he talks about it being super necessary because niggas never keep it brief. Now, putting your phone on DND, I recommend, you know, especially if you're going for a period where you're not expecting any important calls. It is super necessary to be on DND every now and then, you know, you need to take some time away from the phone. Now, with all the benefits of technology, sometimes you just need a break. You need a break from everyone. You need some time alone, some solitude. However, the reason given for this is not necessarily for the solitude. It's now it's actually because, as Stormzy says, niggas never keep it brief. It feels as if sometimes when people are having conversations with him, they don't go straight to the point, you know? They dilly-dally. Um, but essentially, niggas never keep it brief. Get straight to the point. And all they do is pray and tweet Reparations, we gon' feed the streets I still believe Jehovah's gonna free me from the shackles of my troubled past And way before I juggled bars Alright, so let's unpack it a bit here now Let's unpack it Now, generation, all they do is pre and tweet uh, That says it all, man All they do is pre and tweet now I said there's some value in, in Twitter Now X, all they do is pre and tweet I'm not a fan of absolutes, but I get the context for most of our generation or the generation before us or yeah the generation after us i should say actually it's about preying and tweeting preying is you know looking at other people's business often from a negative perspective trying to look for a slip up and then jumping on that slip up and tweeting about that slip up now i have no issue with people looking into other people's affairs if you have got the time of course, you do what you want to do. But if that's all you're doing, you might need to start looking at yourself and, you know, start seeking support. You might need to do a bit of reflection as well. Because if all you're doing is preening and tweeting, uh, there's something off. Come on the podcast, man. Let's have a conversation. Talks about reparations. We gonna feed the streets. We all know what Stonesy is doing from a charitable perspective. And when I say we all, I mean most of us know. Most of us know through murky records, murky books, and the other murky affiliated charities, community interest groups that Stormzy's working with, he's definitely putting in work on that front. It's not just talk, he's actually t walking that walk as well. So when he talks about reparations, yes, he's got that tinge of slavery, and obviously reparations are often linked to slavery or injustice that may have affected a particular group of people, hence the need for reparations. But either way, we gon' feed the streets. He's taking that responsibility as well. What can he do? What can he do from what he has? And he's gonna feed the streets with what he has. So long may it continue. Long may it continue. Yes, I still believe Jehovah's gonna free me from the shackles of my troubled past. And way before I juggled bars, a nigga had to hustle hard. Mm. I, mm. I still believe. 
Jehovah is going to free me from the shackles of my troubled past. Now we come back to this religious thread, this Christian thread that is running through the lyrics. You know, Christ has been mentioned in terms of the blood of Christ. Talking about, you know, Bible studies at the crib. They're going to let me preach. And now we're talking about, I still believe Jehovah is going to free me from the shackles of my troubled past. Now, I will cannot say I know Stormzy's past, but there has been some publications, which is public domain, about his past, gang affiliations and all that. But as I said, I don't know this to be true in terms of I cannot verify the information. I just take the information that has been provided. So take that with a pinch of salt. But the fact that he acknowledges that he has a troubled past and believes that Jehovah is going to free him from the shackles of his troubled past. He's put his faith in Christ and he believes that Christ will free him from the shackles of his troubled past. Now, personally, currently, as I live my life, I acknowledge Christianity, religion and its place. I have been christ-like in terms of i have been a christian or a practicing christian but now my religion is love and i believe love sets you free there is an intelligent order that is an infinite source we call it god in most cases jehovah for this particular lyric and he can free you from the shackles of your troubled past however you have to take personal responsibility you have to point up action you have to act act believe believe act and then from your actions that universe will take care of the rest. But as Stormzy says here, lyrically, Jehovah, Jehovah, he still believes that Jehovah is gonna free him from the shackles of his troubled past. And way before he juggled bars. So juggled bars is talking about way before he got into the scene of penmanship, writing the lyrics, performing the lyrics to beats, and obviously becoming the Stormzy that we know now from there ikea car park days of shut up to now you know i got my smile back there's a deep bar right there man deep on so all i ever wanted was some kettles and a couple cars now for those that know what a kettle is well a kettle a kettle by normal definitions of course is the kitchen appliance that you put water in put it to a bowl make a cup of tea or make a hot beverage whatever your hot beverage of choice is by a kettle um, in some circles also reflects to wristwear a watch um, a piece of jewelry that has a lot of value that tells the time as well um, and all he ever wanted was some kettles and a couple cars you know a couple cars whatever these cars may be i'm i'm, I'm guessing luxurious cars high performing cars and for most of us, we know what we want, however, how to get it and what we have to sacrifice or exchange to get it, we rarely have an understanding of that. Now, I want a big house, I want a big car, I want, but what are you willing to do to achieve it? What are you willing to do to obtain it? You know, so Stormzy makes reference to all I ever wanted was some kettles and a couple cars, you know. That's literally all he ever wanted. And I believe he's got that kettle or got those kettles and those couple cars. The things we do to cover scars. Mm. He was at his lowest when I bought myself the double R. Now the double R represents Rolls Royce, RR. The emblem, the logo of Rolls Royce is the double R. Now I was at my lowest when I bought myself the double R. Now. 
peep this, like, let's dive into this a bit more. Now, all he ever wanted was some kettles and a couple cars. Now, when he got into the game, he's, he's acknowledged that he just wanted some watches and a couple cars. And he actually ends up buying a Rolls Royce. Now, a Rolls Royce is up there with the best, if not the best, car manufacturers in the world. From a luxurious performance and even what it says from a societal perspective that, yes, I have arrived. I am him. He was at his lowest. Yo, do you know what it means to achieve what you want, but still be aware that it didn't bring you the happiness or the joy that you expected it to bring you? In fact, you was at your lowest when you got it? Nah, bro. Uh, Stormzy, man. This song is just so transparent. I know you can listen to it and because it's to a beat, it's to a rhythm, it's to a flow, the content may be missed, but nah, man. That line alone gets me because it makes you aware that first of all not all that glitters is gold and secondly the things we want may be materialistic or may express themselves in some of the material positions however it's really peace of mind and freedom freedom of choice that's what we really want but that's just me that is just me Solve the double R. the things we do to cover scars is coming but we young at heart Tell the EDL we didn't come to march The documentary's got a coming part yeah. mm. Mm. The things we do to cover scars Now Right on point Zumzi mentions that Buying that double R when he was at his lowest Was to cover some scars You know And what are these scars? What are these scars that he's trying to cover? You know sometimes we do things And it's an escape you know, drug abuse, over-dependency on people, sexual drive, acting out, wherever it may be, it's just a distraction sometimes that we're seeking. Because deep down we know how we're feeling and we know the way we're feeling is not in tune with our true self and our purpose. But how do we step out of it? How do we snap out of it? You know, it's challenging because there's so many distractions in society that although you may be aware and you even may sometimes know the actions you need to take, taking those actions against the backdrop of reality. Oh man, it's challenging. So when you're buying a double R, a Rolls Royce car, and you know that you're feeling your lowest, and you actually even accept that it's something you're doing to cover the scars, man, that's a huge step into taking the necessary actions to free yourself from these scars and then of course we talk about 30s coming but we young at heart you know age is nothing by a number yes however we have solar returns where we complete a 365 cycle so yes however we choose to measure that it's another year another solar return 30 365 day cycles so 30s on the way but we young at heart. So even though 30 may be old for some people, or for him in particular, he's still young at heart. And by the way, tell EDL, that was the English Defence League, we didn't come to march. The documentary's got to come in parts. Yeah. So we're not here to march. We're not here to protest. We're here just to take action. Take action. Take action. Um, and the documentary's got to come in parts. So it's not going to be a, a one-sitting coming in parts however many parts we don't know that yet but the documentary is coming in parts and edl 
Sackle down. Sackle. We're not here to march. And for those that are wondering what the EDL is, that is the English Defence League. Now, I ain't going to give them nothing else. If you want to find out, utilise your search engines for that. But EDL is the English Defence League. Finally, mm. my eyes can see The sun behind my rain The colour in my pain I may fall down Feet don't fill me now Cause through this storm I found my yeah. smile Ooh Finally, my eyes can see the sun behind my rain, the color in my pain. So after the narrative, after that, after Stormzy takes us through that journey, that journey of where he's come from, the doubt he's had to face, the people in the circle, the realizations he's made, you know, the pain that he's felt, the support systems that he's realized he's needed, the actions he's taken. Getting to understand some of the meanings in those actions, you know, like it's taking us through that journey. However, this doesn't seem to be someone that is negative about those experiences. This doesn't seem to show the overwhelming feeling I get is this is an appreciation of my journey, of where I've come from, of where I've been. But I know where I'm going to and I know where I am. So when India Ari comes in and delivers those lyrics you know with that melodic approach got that gospel effect you know that feel you know that my eyes can see the sun behind my rain so even though you may be going through a period where it feels like a deluge you're just being soaked by the rain now rain can be healing however the process of being beaten by the rain it's often not enjoyable it's not often not an enjoyable experience because you're getting wet you're getting soaked however you know that this too shall pass you will get dry you will get warm again for some people rain is actually welcome because if you've been going through a period of intense heat whereby you need some bit of respite to cool down obviously you are a lot more happier when it starts to rain but in most cases Rain represents a period, a process whereby you're shedding, you're letting go, you're freeing yourself. And when you're freeing yourself, that means there is light. There is the sun behind that rain. You are going to be able to see the sun shine again. It's like light at the end of the tunnel. When you're going through those dark periods in those tunnels, navigating the deep crevices of your mind and your body and your soul, you know you're going to come out at the end. It's going to be blissful. So the sun behind my ring. The color in my pain. My eyes can see the color in my pain. Yo, pain. Uh, pain is not always physical, you know. Physical pain is easier to deal with personally. Um, when it comes to physical pain, I have a high physical pain threshold. You know, stabbing your foot, standing on a nail, getting kicked, whatever it is. Physical pain yeah it's, it is what it is but emotional pain spiritual pain oh man mental pain now if you're able to identify these pains delve into it explore it yeah you get to see the color you get to see why the pain is the way it is you know and if you do that exercise for you to just you know stay with that pain and do some reflection take some responsibility accountability 
you will see the color in that paint. You will see it. It becomes clear, you know, okay, it's, it's red for this one, it's orange, it's green. Hit me up, man. If you want to talk about color in my paint, we can discuss that. But yeah, hit me up, man. We can talk about that in a bit more detail. But then India Reed and hits us up again. I may fall down. I may fall down. Now, that is awareness. You know, sometimes you can be overly optimistic and rightly so. There's no need for you to entertain negative behaviors and negative results or negative expectations. There's no need to. However, being aware that it's a possibility doesn't mean that you entertain it. Now, being aware that, yes, this journey I'm taking, I may have to take a, a right step. I may have to jump over a few hurdles. I may have to, you know, navigate my way through it. That's an acknowledgement of facts. That doesn't mean it will happen. So when India Reed talks about, I may fall down, my feet don't fail me now. He's having that awareness, that sense of awareness, although I may fall down, my feet don't fail me now. So he's still affirming, affirming, you know, being in tune with his physical body that, yes, feet don't fail me now. And it's almost as if instructing his feet not to fail him. Or not to fail her, I should say. And this is, shows the character that sometimes we need to embody. We sometimes need to embody this character. Yes, shit is happening. Yeah, shit may happen, but it is not my portion. Yes, things, bad things happen. Because through the storm, I found my smile. And that's what happens. When you go through the challenges in life, going through the rain, going through the pain, it all happens. But when you have that spirit of no failure you will find your smell i think i got my smile back ah oh, man you know what a feeling it is to have when you realize that you got your smile back when you realize that you are free that there is no hold on you anymore there's this release you know when you realize that yeah i've let go I've let go. I am content. I am happy. I've got my smile back. Because through the storm, I found my smile. And he's stormsy. You know, he's gone through the storm and he's found a smile. Now, that is a powerful message right there, man. Through the storm, I found my smile. Think depression was a while back. Me and mm. Talks about the last time I linked depression was a while back. Now, here, stormsy delves into mental health now he talks about the last time he linked depression was a while back now for those that speak urban slang the streets colloquial whatever way you want to call it when we're talking about linking someone linking is as the word says to come together to join so when you're linking someone you're going to join them and you're normally linking them to do an activity so when he's saying the last time i linked depression was a while back he's making it relatable to the audience that may be listening to those that may be on road you know linking up with other people when you hear the word linking with depression yo it's a link it almost feels as if it's making it a choice you're, you're choosing to link depression now that is often not how we feel when we're depressed we feel as if it's a choiceless act we're just in that process of depression and for most cases yes it is a choiceless act in the sense of We've been in autopilot and we've taken automatic actions that has led us to that depressive state. However, Stormzy makes it clear that the last time he linked depression was a while back. 
a while back. My link depression was a while back. Me and loneliness kick it from time to time. She knows the deal that I ain't hers and she ain't mine. Mm. Me and loneliness kick it from time to time. Now, once again, Stormzy that has this ability and does it so effortlessly when he blends that slang and the urban language expression of, you know, kicking it from time to time. Apart from linking up, you're also now kicking it. Now, he's saying me and loneliness kick it from time to time. Now, based on who he is, being a public figure, being lonely is not necessarily a bad thing. As I said, you need those moments of solitude where you're with yourself to reflect, introspect and prepare for your next chapter for your next steps so being lonely is not necessarily a bad thing and he he makes reference to this we kick it from time to time but she knows the deal so loneliness has been personified as a female or as feminine i should say and loneliness knows the deal i ain't hers and she ain't mine and that distinction whereby i said yes it's okay to be lonely every now and then or it's okay to feel like you're lonely every now and then but be aware that that is not a continuous state that you have to be in. You can be lonely and choose to be lonely when you want to. Choose to have that moment of solitude when you have to. And when you don't need to, you step out of that. Engage, interact with society, with your network. So it's about awareness, consciousness and being true to self. Not bullshitting yourself about these things that you're experiencing. That such is life. You will have these moments of solitude, of loneliness. But... Let make sure loneliness knows the deal. She ain't yours, you ain't hers either. Joy got tired, that was overdue. Paranoia doesn't shine me, but I know the truth. Mm, gotta pull it back for this one. Mm. Me and Joy got tired, that was overdue. Paranoia doesn't shine me, but I know the truth. That nigga doesn't fool me since I quit the weed. Oh man. So we take it from me and Joy got tighter. That was overdue. Once again. The consistency of making sure that the lyrical content is relatable to the listening audience or to the target audience. We talked about linking up, we're talking about kicking it, we're talking about getting tighter. Now, from a language perspective, as a listener, when you're listening to this and you're hearing the words used that you normally use in your daily conversations, you know, it makes you really relatable. And then it will, after making it relatable, it makes you more, a bit more susceptible to listen deeper. Me and Joy got tighter. That was overdue. Now we've come from linking depression, kicking it with loneliness. But now time that you kick it with loneliness, it's been a while back since you linked depression. So now you are getting tighter with joy. Now you understand, you see that exchange. If this was a, a curve, a wave, if this was a graphical representation, you see that the metrics for link depression and the metrics for loneliness is going down, whereby that for joy, it seems to be getting tighter. It seems to be getting higher. And Stormzy acknowledges that it's overdue. Listen, being happy is a choice. Getting tighter with joy was overdue beautiful for to hear that he's in a place where he's now feeling a lot more happier and for those that have been observing over the past few months you can see it in at least what becomes public um, knowledge what he puts in the public domain in terms of the videos and the quotes and paranoia doesn't shout me but i know the truth he talks about paranoia now and that's what i mean it's a lot of mental health wellness and well-being elements being explored here now paranoia doesn't shout me but i know the truth that nigga doesn't feel me since i quit the weed 
So Stormzy is linking his paranoia to when he was under the influence, especially of the herb, cannabis, weed. Paranoia and weed go hand to hand. However, as you may be aware, or some of you may be aware, it affects people differently. So Stormzy makes this distinction once again, that paranoia doesn't shout me. So he, he's basically no longer paranoid. And he links it directly to the fact that he stopped smoking weed, he quit to weed, and he that is the reason why he's no longer paranoid. And that is his truth. Now, I don't know what your truth may be, but for him, paranoia doesn't shout me, but I know the truth. That nigga doesn't feel me since I quit the weed. So paranoia ain't feeling him anymore. Once again, we're staying true to that decision, clear decision for me anyway, to include certain colloquial terms and slang to make the message a lot more relatable. Talks about shout my nigga purpose. That's my realest G. Shout my nigga purpose. That's my realest G. I haven't personally met someone called purpose, but I trust my Nigerian people to have someone named. I'm sure I can guarantee there's a Nigerian somewhere called purpose. Now that's the power of words. Now Stormzy comes here and talks about I shout my nigga purpose. That's my realest G. A lot of people talk about how if you are if you partake of the herb if you smoke weed it takes away your ambition it takes away your drive it takes away your purpose now apart from it taking away your ambition drive and purpose it also then makes you paranoid um which stormzy addresses he talks about paranoia doesn't shout me but i know the truth that nigga doesn't feel me since i quit the weed and right after that he shouts out his nigga purpose that's my realist g so there's that link once again and that acknowledgement, that awareness being shown by Stormzy here yeah, that I quit the weed, I'm no longer paranoid, now I'm shouting my nigga purpose, that's my religion. So he has that purpose now. There's no longer paranoia because he's quit the weed. So as a direct result, positive correlation, he's got purpose now. That's his religion. Yo, yo, yo. I told love we should build a home. I told self doubt you better watch your talk. Mm. Then he tells love we should build a home. It's like, yes, I have located where I want to build my home. And this is where we shall build it. And it's a love. You know, he wants to build a home with love. Now, love is underrated, fully underrated, because we use it so sparingly. What is love? Love has many definitions, which means it's not love. My from where I stand is not to be defined. Love is to be experienced, is to be expressed. Um, but either way, either way, before I go into that rabbit hole of love, talks about it here. I told love we should build a home. What better way of building a home than with love? I told self-doubt you better watch your tone. Yes, tell self-doubt. Watch your tone. Now remember, it's self-doubt. It's coming from within. It's your internal machinations. It's coming from you. Be aware. Be aware. Your thoughts. You are in control. So, yes, self-doubt will come in. Whenever you're about to make a major step, whenever you're about to take a leap of faith, self-doubt will step in. How badly do you really want to make this decision? 
Are you sure you're ready to face whatever may happen as a result of the action you're about to take? Self-doubt is there. So for Sumzi to acknowledge and be aware of the self-doubt and be like, yo, watch your tone, you know. Stop shouting down my line like you're going to do shit. Like, because at the end of the day, that's all it is. It's literally just self-doubt. If you buy into it, you will not take action. However, if you let it pass, yes, stay with it. Why do you have the self-doubt? Ask the questions. Answer the questions that self-doubt may raise. You know, deal with it. Be with it. Stay with it, you know. Do the work that needs to happen with it. However, as Stormzy makes it clear, like, you better watch your tone, you know, stop shouting out my line like you're going to do shit because ultimately self-doubt is just that, it's doubt. If you stay with it, then it impacts your actions and what you're going to do. But if you let it pass, it remains just that. It was doubt that you let slide, you let go, and then you now you're able to basically take the necessary actions that it was trying to stop you from achieving. Talks about self-doubt being his old friend, but now we're on some new shit. So Stormzy's being very vulnerable here. He's, he's allowing us to see him for, for him as a human being, as one of us. Uh, because we are all the same. When Stormzy's talking about, I told self-doubt, you better watch your tone. Stop shouting down my line like you're going to do shit. You was my old friend, but now we're on some new shit accepts it that he was in that place where he doubted himself and why wouldn't he doubt himself when they're telling him that it's a fluke so he had to do it twice why wouldn't he doubt himself when he's having to ask himself whether it was a beginner's luck or the blood of christ why wouldn't he doubt himself when you have people in the circle that seems to be for him by taking the wind out of his cell so of course there's going to be self-doubt niggas walking down through the door and don't leave the key behind of course there's going to be self-doubt when people are phoning up his phone when, when it's on D&D, never keeping it brief, you know. Of course there's going to be self-doubt when you're buying a double R at your lowest. Of course. So Stormzy is being very vulnerable here, man. And it's a powerful message when you can relate to someone that, listen, for all intents and purposes, yes, he looks like me. He's had similar experiences to me. However, he is Stormzy and he's starting to realize this and his awareness is so on point. He alludes to the fact that most people listening to his music now can't relate because the things he's talking about is for the upper class or a certain demographic of people, which the masses listening to his music are not part of. Now, you have to be really in tune with yourself to be aware of this, to be aware to the extent of acknowledging it and then making it public. I am confident that for those that need to listen or for those that need to hear the message, they've heard it because self-doubt was your old friend as well. But now you're on some new shit. You can relate to that. You may not be able to relate to buying a double R, but you can relate to self-doubt. Listen, right now you may not feel it. You may not see the sun behind the rain or the color in the pain, but yo, just trust the process, put in the work, man. When I say do the work, essentially I mean take the necessary steps, take the actions that you need to. You know we're better than anyone else. Just do what you gotta do, man. Me and suicidal thoughts we haven't spoke for years. You know all my deepest secrets, you know all my fears. I pray that I don't ever see your face again. Now me and peace of mind became the best of friends. Now Stormzy ends the second verse with me and suicidal thoughts we haven't spoke for years 
Now, to get to that stage of having those ideas and thoughts, man, I can only imagine what you have to go through in life to get to that state of wanting to just end it all. And I commend those that are able to share that story or to share their experiences. So for Stormzy to once again show his vulnerability, show us that he's just like us and regardless of all the successes, the fame, the wealth, access that he may have, he still has suicidal thoughts, he still has suicidal ideation, he still feels like he doesn't want to be here, sometimes at least. And he talks about we haven't spoke for years. Now for years means it's at least two years, at least two years that he hasn't had any suicidal thoughts. Now for me that is so powerful because apart from the vulnerability that he's showing here, it also shows that he's gone through it and he's come out. He's now seeing the sun behind his, the rain. For some of us, we, we are unable to go through this process and come out of it seeing the sun. You know, it becomes our norm. Talks about me and suicidal thoughts. We haven't spoke for years. You know all my deepest secrets. You know all my fears. Now, of course, that's what it comes down to. Your fears. Your fears then feed into the suicidal ideations. Like, oh, this is going to happen and that is going to happen and this is all going to happen. We're speculating. You're speculating on what the future may hold. It's easier said than done. However, being prepared doesn't mean you need to indulge. Stormzy then obviously talks about, I pray I don't ever see your face again. So we maintain that consistency of that Christian thread that goes through the lyrics, you know making reference to bible studies making reference to blood of christ and obviously now talking about i pray i don't ever see your face again after having not spoken to suicidal thoughts for several years you know he's now praying that he doesn't get to see suicidal thoughts face again and if you stay on that healing path that process of understanding that we are healing we are reconditioning deconditioning we are becoming better in tune with the infinite, with the intelligent order. But we pray that we don't ever get to see the face of suicidal thoughts. And Stormzy ends the verse with, Now me and peace of mind became the best of friends. Now me and peace of mind became the best of friends. Now after going through that journey with him, from buying the double R when you are at your lowest, to acknowledging paranoia and it's linked to being under the influence of the herb of weed having an acknowledgement of how self-doubt played a role to suicidal thoughts and then now being in a place where peace and mind became the best of friends purpose is now the realest g about this song i got my smile back i think it's the most vulnerable that he's done i think it's been the most transparent he's written in a way that it's so relatable and I think for the target demographic, for those that look like him, feel like him, have had similar experiences to him. I hope they appreciate it. Apart from the artistry, the lyricism, the flow, the delivery, just being very candid about his experiences, apart from me being commendable, it also has a purpose. And the purpose is, you're not alone in this. Reach out, man. Reach out. There is some sort of personal work that you have to do. And when I say the work, I mean action. There is some sort of personal actions that you have to take. But it is possible to go through all of that and, become, and get into a place where peace of mind becomes your best friend. You can have peace of mind and not 
have a big car or a big house you can still have peace of mind and not be earning as much as other people because peace of mind is much more important than any of those things it's much more important than any materialistic possessions you may have because once you have peace of mind everything else falls in place you have the clarity the clarity to act accordingly you have that peace of mind and therefore you have clarity in your actions peace of mind peace of mind can't see